you do this SAT course, I will raise it 40%. Kids who get a 40% score higher gets this much more in scholarship money, gets into these types of schools that get this much more salary. Yes, you have to pay $1,200 for my course, but I guarantee you by the time they're 50 years old, this course has now netted $2.6 million minimum for it. Do you see any reason you won't want to do it? This is the playbook. Tony Gwynn was my inspiration to be a great salesperson. Naturally, he's to me the greatest ball hitter in the world. And when I was 12 years old, he owned the San Diego School of Baseball. And it used to just amaze me, not only would he take the time to give back and tell me that by helping me, he was learning more about what he was doing, but more importantly, he would study the old Betamax green screen to see where this release in hours. Why is he practicing this so much? He's the greatest hitter, right? He had a 394 last season. He, you know, I, I couldn't get it. And then when I got out of law school and became a salesperson and the stigma that was related to the salesperson and all the things that naturally were inherent in that stigma of overselling, backend selling, lying, manipulating, and cheating, I learned that I had to fight my natural ability by practicing being open-minded. Practicing being open-minded. I only want to do business with open-minded people. Why? Because I wasted so much time trying to convince closed-minded people of something, re-engineer a vision of somebody who has a closed mind. It takes a thousand times the energy to re-engineer or to overcome a closed mind than it does to convince or to engineer an open mind. And today, as I'm an old man, like I said, because I am in the social realm, where before when I was looking for help, right, something that takes radical humility and open mind, what was interesting is there's only two or three people that somebody knew that could help me. See, the math alone of having a thousand people on average that you can help me with. So mm -hmm. I started realizing the first step in being a great salesperson was finding people with open mind and having one yourself and practicing having an open mind because you're gonna attract like minds. There's a beer commercial out and it shows this robot that's outrunning everybody, he's outperforming everybody. All this stuff is going on that he's doing better than human beings, but in the end, he looks through the window of the pub and the five people that he was competing in all these different sports against and beating them are enjoying each other, having a beer, emotionally connecting to one another, sharing their knowledge in a human way. No matter how powerful artificial intelligence is for Zillow and all these other big box companies that are pretending as if they can understand your needs, people buy on emotion for logical reasons. They don't want to be sold to, they want to go shopping with a friend. A computer cannot be a friend, number one, nor can it truly understand what your needs are because it can't understand your emotions. What is your objective though when somebody, when you have to leave a message, when someone doesn't answer? It's the same every single time. Call back. Thank you. You get a book for that. Millions and millions of dollars are wasted because people don't understand that when they call, there's only one objective, unless it's your mother-in-law. Then what's the objective? <laughs> Get her not to call you back, right? Exactly. You nailed it. Not keep your book, uh, right? But think about it. How much time? Example: How many people have been left a sales message on a recording? Same as an email. Cold calls the same as email. Anybody ever been getting an email that has a long sales message on it? Mm -hmm. How many times have you bought off of a voice message that's selling you? Said, oh shit. I'm gonna order that right now. Okay, think about it. This, this blows my mind economically. How many millions of dollars are spent today of people leaving those messages? And that's not just for money, for 
for-profit is non-profits too. That one makes me the, the maddest. Oh shit, I'm gonna donate to St. Jude now, right? Child has cancer. No, get him to call you back so we can use the biggest capabilities that we have to transition interest. We can now have an opportunity to share our vision. And how do we share vision? Shift the paradigm of value. Talk about the value that we have. Here's the reasons, the impact, the capability. And what I teach is I never tell you any features and benefits. I never tell you the reasons, impacts, and capability. All I do is emotionally connect you. So when I'm selling, and you're a nutrition selling company, I'll ask, what are you doing today? Everyone's doing something with nutrition. Right, I may tell them that the biggest mistake I made in my life was I prioritized my family over everything else. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. And two years ago, 47 pounds ago, I decided I better prioritize my health. So I started telling my family, you know what, I'm going to the gym, I'm not gonna go do that. I told my work, hey, I'm leaving to go to the gym. I'm not gonna stay here. And my business has never been better and the likelihood of me being around for my family and my business has never been better. Now we're emotionally attaching, right? And so what are the reasons that you do that, right? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Because the cool thing is you go through reasons, impacts, and capabilities with people about what they do today and what they like about it and what they don't like about it. You can easily say, oh, you don't like that? Well, what if I was able to do this with you, had something that was actually pro programmatically done that looked at your DNA, looked at you as an individual and customized a program that was fit for you? Because believe it or not, there's some people that they can eat bread all day long and lose weight. And there's some people that can eat sugar all day long and lose weight. And some people, they can exercise from now until midnight and not lose weight. There's all kinds of things that are going in with our programming. Now I'm teaching to deactivate and activate, but from what you told me, can you see any reason why you won't want to try this? Because you've told me everything. All I've done is ask questions. What, are the re what do you do today? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? And then you're, it's a lawyerly thing that I learned to do. You ask an open-ended question, and then you use closing questions to narrow it down to the capabilities that your product has. Would it help you, like if I'm selling black pants, you know, what kind of pants do you like? Oh, what do you like about those? What, oh, I really like, you know, this, that they come in all these different, what's your favorite color? Oh, black, oh, great. From what you told me, I have custom pants that you could just go ahead and use your iPhone to take measurements and you told me that the biggest part that won't fit you are your thighs because you actually work out and have bigger thighs than most people, your calves are smaller, or whatever, right? I can sell anything. Why? Because I'm more interested than interesting. People are uncomfortable with the ask, they don't know exactly how to make the ask, and, and they're afraid that taking a relationship that they've built off of some kind of emotional connection and then turning it into some kind of financial transaction is going to just spoil the whole thing. What do you say? I say you're lazy, right? And I've told Gary this as well. I said, for me, jab, jab, jab means quantify the reasons. Quantify them. Don't get lazy. Don't talk in a subjective you know, way of it's going to maybe do this or so. Like literally, if you're not ready to stand in front of someone with 120 value, what I mean is I'm giving you $100 and I'm gonna ask you for 20 back. Can you see any reason you won't wanna do that? Well, how do we do that? Quantify the reasons. After you have credibility and emotional attachment, which every personal brand does or even product, quantify the reasons. I'm talking about money. Mm -hmm. 
quantify the impact it's going to have on their life. Don't just talk about the emotional impact. Oh, your kids are going to, you know, do. talk about, look, college, if you do this SAT course, right? I'm Sean Patel. You do this SAT course. I will raise it 40%. Kids who get a 40% score higher gets this much more in scholarship money, gets into these types of schools that get this much more salary the rest of their life. This relates into this much money. Yes, you have to pay $1,200 for my course, mm -hmm. but I guarantee you, I guarantee you that by the time they're 50 years old, this course has now netted $2.6 million minimum for it. I guarantee. Can you see any reason you won't want to do it? People don't go through the economic analysis. They're lazy. They, and so if you quantify reasons, quantify impact, and then quantify the capabilities. When people get, you know, very vague on their capabilities. I see this when you're raising money, which is a sale. Yeah. I always use this example. This guy told me the other day, he's like, oh, we're so successful. We have 300% growth this year. Oh, so you went from $1 to three? Right. Like, talk, don't be vague, mm -hmm. right? People read through that. All you're doing is creating a void shortage or obstacle for me to invest. Tell me what the numbers are. Yeah. Tell me what, you know, where we are at, quantify the capabilities that you have, and then quantify when I give the dollars, what capabilities I'm going to get from it. Right, the, that $80 net yeah. difference. That yeah. I'm going to give you 20. You want to be really clear on the value. Value and, first. Right, and, and that could be provided. considered jab, jab, right. jab, mm -hmm. impact quantified, capability quantified, reasons quantified. And I think if people would stick to this formula, credibility, emotional attachment, reasons, impacts, and capabilities, mm -hmm. that you're closed, not just mentally, but being able to articulate it and also energetically. I think what made me a great salesperson is people say, well, you got to believe in what you sold. The only reason I believed I carried an energy that even it wasn't what I was saying, it was how I was saying it, that people resonated and they're like, oh, there's no way I'm losing. Like, this is a great deal. Right. I knew I was overselling when people were like, okay, what's the catch? Because mm -hmm. I got so excited and so passionate and so certain about it. Yeah. They'd be like, what's the catch? Because I was so young, I didn't realize that people with more experience were like, all right, man, I've mm -hmm. been here before. Quit overselling me. <laughs> Just give me the exact numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.